0: Welcome to Postcast, where the Utah Jazz win their 17th game in their last 18 in dominating fashion. They led every minute of the second half by double digits. They took a 10-point lead with 228 left in the second and led the entire second half by double digits, and they led the entire game since the 9-0 mark, 8 mark of the first quarter. This game was not close. The Bucs are the second-best statistical team in the NBA, and the Jazz absolutely dominated them in this game tonight and went on to win it. They had different participants at different moments at different times who dominated. The Bucs tried every defense imaginable, tried some unique different things to start the game, and the Jazz had an answer each and every time. A remarkable, dominating, stunning performance by the Utah Jazz today to yet again add on as they win their 17th of their last 18. It's all coming up on Postcast. I'm David Locke. We are live after the ball game, the Jazz winning against the Milwaukee Bucks. We are live on Lockdown Live on Twitch, on YouTube, and on Facebook. We're live on Lockdown Sports on Facebook and at DLock09 on Periscope. The chat room is open for you. Jump aboard and join us. I'll give you a few of my thoughts, and then I want to hear what you have to say after what was just an incredible performance by the Jazz. We went to halftime. Just I was flabbergasted by what I had just seen. The Jazz led the Bucks 69-52. The Jazz took a 10-point lead at the t- 228 mark of the, second, of the left of the second quarter. The game never got inside double digits against a team that's generally thought to be the best team in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is not good, and the West is throttling the Eastern Conference right now, but that's still awfully impressive to dominate in that fashion. Joe Ingles had 14 in the first quarter. Jordan Clarkson had 16 in the second quarter. Donovan got going with his passing and his zest in the third quarter. And then when they decided to take away our three-point shooting, the Jazz only had one three-point field goal made in the second half. And they held on to win easily. And the Jazz, at that point, Rudy Gobert dominated with 27 points of his own. Joe Ingles... Uh, had another 27-point game. That's the sixth in his NBA career. Gobert with 27, Clarkson with 27, Mitchell with 26, and, uh, excuse me, uh, Clarkson with 25, Ingles with 27. Giannis finishes with a beautiful box score, 29 points, 15 points, and six rebounds, but in the first half tonight, Giannis was one of three shooting with two points, nine rebounds, and five assists, and maybe the game was already over by that point. The Bucks probably have a few concerns. They have not beat a top-four team in either conference yet this year, and the Jazz were able to dominate uh, them tonight. So from a Jazz standpoint, it's all good. It's all roses. Let's go to your uh, comments. Joseph says, and we're doing this without Conley, who was generally playing as well as anyone we had. Um, we're going to start getting nicks, and guys are going to miss games. And, you know, I mean, the concern is that Joe – we played great. Still played thirty minutes. You you bumped Joe's minutes up. This is there's going to be an impact of guys missing games. Niang seems a little banged up at this point. Um, so that's you know that's going to happen. They didn't even hit any threes in the second half. This has been my point all year. If you decide to take away our threes, then Rudy scores thirty. Like you can decide to take away the Jazz threes and hug the shooters, and then the Jazz are going to go play two on two in the middle of the floor, and we're going to end up with Rudy's going to end up with thirty. It's just how it works. And if you switch everything, then Rudy's going to get a bunch of offensive rebounds and hammer you tonight. We didn't have a huge offensive rebounding night, but we had enough. They felt mammoth when they came tonight. Rudy had four offensive rebounds. Favors had two. And they felt big, I would tell you. They they felt significant in the ballgame. The Jazz right now have an answer right to whatever you're throwing at us. This is what we're going to see. Teams are not going to let the Jazz shoot threes. The three, we're not going to get 45, 50 threes off. Atlanta did it the other night. Mike Wittenholzer did it tonight. We're we're going to keep seeing it. But the fact is that the Jazz offensive rating tonight was like a 123, which is terrific. And we'll win every game we have an offensive rating of a 123 this year because otherwise our defense will have to totally collapse. Uh, The Jazz are really, really, really good, Ryan. Uh, Brigham says, impressive win, considering the bad three-point shooting. Milwaukee is completely predicated on the concept that you can't make enough threes to keep up with their offense. What they're not predicated on is the Jazz having a defensive game that holds their offense down to about a 109 rating, which is what happened today. The ball pinging around makes the Bucs question what was going on. The Bucs tried every defense. They were out of character. They tried things they haven't tried. I mean, there was a level of almost intimidation before the game started. If you know the Bucks, that they didn't play their style. The other thing, though, is the Jazz didn't really let them play their style. The Jazz came out with a game plan where, on, instead of setting picks on the pick and roll, the Jazz just rolled before the pick. Well, you can't if you're playing drop big style and they never set the big, then you're kind of caught in between of what what to do. And so that strategy had the Bucks really flustered early in the ballgame. Joe for 27. Let's get this man a new career high. We are rolling. What a fantastic start to the game. Held the gas down the entire game. Love it. I always listen to this the next day. Cool to catch it live. Well, Colin, it's great to have you on the show. I have no words or questions. This game left me speechless. This team is incredible. Dominant, says Anthony. That's how I was at halftime. I want to know how many teams have ever had four players score 25 or more. Probably quite a few actually i would think maybe not this run is insane enjoy and savor the ride take note says michael that is the attitude right now alex says the jazz have a lot of weapons in their arsenal and i love it and kyler says oh my goodness this is fun the jazz best non-free agency built team at least well favors doesn't hurt favors was terrific tonight he is a free agent Built. uh in 2021 we played 22 games 19 have been blowout wins. the other three a win in Denver, a win against the Clippers and a loss in Denver a loss to Denver. My question is what? We we're also up 20 against the Clippers by the way. The loss actually in some ways the jazz single loss in this stretch is actually the moment that is the one that makes you realize how great they are. What Denver had to do be the first team in NBA history to go eight of eight from three in the first qu- in a quarter. In the first quarter, they had 15 threes on the fewest attempts ever in the history of the NBA in the first half, and Jokic scored 47, and that's how we lost. That actually, to me, is actually the most impressive note that's going on here. What do the more what more do the Jazz need to do to prove this is real? Uh, I, I think actually everyone's buying. Like I, I actually don't know who's out there left anymore that isn't buying. I know it's a cute narrative to play, but I think everyone's got it. Um, do you think that we'd win this game? I mean, I just don't think you're supposed to win. What is it? What, I can't even keep track. 17 of 18 games. I just don't think you're supposed to win. I keep thinking we're going to lose at some point. The Jazz beat the team with the best point differential by 15. Yeah, it's a good point. Right. It's a very good point. Not much production offensively from Royce, but man, was he incredible tonight. But that's the beauty of Royce. Like, Royce can have a 10 rebounds, a dominating, perfo- an impactful performance, play 35 minutes, and not have to score. And remember, he torched the Bucks last time, so they clearly decided they weren't going to let him do it. Do you think part of Bogey's early struggles is him getting used to not licking his hands all game? Oh, I don't know. Is that like that he's. Yeah, he did. I don't know. I think he just hadn't played in a while. Then I think it got in his head. Then he got rolling. Preston says Rudy Gobert's free throw shooting was amazing tonight. 9 of 13. Donovan was 13 of 14. What can this team improve on after performances like tonight? sure seems hard to nitpick. The only thing I would say is they need to run more. They're they're getting a little stacked. They're they're running early, and then they run less and less as the game goes on. That would be um, my only thought. All right. Great stuff. Miami tomorrow. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon.